You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. What are we talking about? What are you forcing me to do against my will? Right. Well, getting you here to record this podcast was like getting a four-year-old to eat broccoli. No. Way way worse? For sure worse. (laughs) For sure worse. Way worse. Yeah. For sure. This is like... Well, I was talking to someone this morning, someone's mom, who came in who said that she likes the podcast, and I was like, oh, that's really flattering. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, why aren't you doing it anymore? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I was like, it just feels like a lot of responsibility. And I want to know that it's purposeful. And I don't want to just like hear myself speak and like speak my opinions purposelessly. You know, even though I like doing it, I like sharing and I like connecting with people. I'm sure that everyone likes that. And so I don't know. I felt like. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I also think that you have a lot of good points to make because you interpret information in the earth very differently from the average person, number one. Number two, you're exposed to a lot of different types of people all day, every day. So I think that's unique in and of itself. It's a good vantage point and perspective to share with people Yeah, what you're coming across, what your everyday life is like, who you've met what you know is out there well and I will say too and I've always been exposed to many different types of people because my parents had a business in like a very um low income neighborhood when I was growing up in New Orleans in New Orleans and just from being there as a child and being where I am now I've always just loved people no matter what their background like I don't see that aspect I just see everyone as being interesting and informative Mm -hmm. and exciting and with infinite potential Mm -hmm. and I guess that you know like there's hesitation because when you are putting yourself out there publicly people just sort of take that as an opportunity to um, dictate who you are Mm -hmm. because there's no way that you can express the everything that you are Mm -hmm. so it's a painful place to be where you feel like you could be misunderstood and I feel like there was a lot of that last year and I was just not wanting to feel that you know like I was trying to avoid having to feel that but Um, you're always going to be exactly what people think you are yeah because it's always their perspective of you you can't control that no matter how much you'll try it's impossible no no one wants to be misunderstood no one wants to feel like their pure intention is um, viewed by someone as not being that, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And that's why I loved the movie that we just saw. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please sing? <laughs> <laughs> I've never sung that song. Well, why did you think that right. I would do it now? Well, I just thought, you know, if you have a microphone in front of you, you might. You might. I might bust <laughs> out in song. You might. Possibly. <laughs> never. Not going to happen. The Tammy Faye movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Wow. That was so impactful for... Well, both of us, I feel like it's impactful. Different reasons. Different reasons. Yeah. What was your experience? 
Um, I feel like I could talk about this for so long because there are so many different aspects of this that I thought mm -hmm. were so interesting. First of all, back to like intention and doing what you feel called to do in the moment. The story of Tammy Faye is her being a child and being called by God to sing his word. Mm -hmm. And every time she connected back to her intention and prayed and asked for guidance, she was just continually given that same message of spread the word of God, share the word of God, be the, be the word of God through song and share that in mm -hmm. this way. Um, and her interpretation of, of that expression of pure intention was that she was going to be taken care of. Right. She trusted in whatever, in whatever way that came to be, she was going to be taken care of, you know, um, she was then married to someone who assured her that they were going to be taken care of financially mm -hmm. and they absolutely were. And she absolutely built an extremely large audience of people available to hear her intention and to hear her expression of her creation and I thought that that was freaking amazing you know yeah but the big the big nugget of all this is mm -hmm. that through that pure intention through that experience of growth there were man-made obstacles like money like not exactly knowing how to run a business like um you know, the mismanagement of such because you put other people in charge mm -hmm. that you can look at in hindsight and say, well, you should have done that better, Tammy. You should have, <laughs> should have known better. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel. I, f I felt so much in resonance with that because yeah. I've always felt like I'm not, I'm so afraid of that happening that I've never like pushed on the gas pedal like she did. Like, let me take a million dollar investment chunk or a million dollar loan and like go big, fast, hard. Yeah. Because I've sort of always viewed that path as being like there's some sort of crumble mm -hmm. ready to right. take place. And, and I sort of do feel that that's like the masculine way of growth, you know, mm -hmm. big, fast, hard. Right. The end. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I was just in, in total resonance with that because she she said and I believed her fully when she said like I don't know how much I make and mm -hmm. I don't really care right and I knew that that was the truth completely like all she wanted to do was experience life experience the world and do her creation and I feel that totally and completely like yeah. if I can if I can experience and do that which I want to see and experience and do I have no I have literally no care about mm-hmm the, the actual like monetary portion but yet this construct is put in in our human existence where like we do have to consider that because right now we're in a time and place where it it's a requirement that money is the representation of that exchange mm -hmm. and so I have to be mindful of that right but I feel her feeling of like I want to put this in somebody else's hand and I just want to create yeah and she wants to just help people that was yeah. like her biggest thing when she was little she's like I just want to help people and like sing the word of God and just create and express yeah. and that was it and she wanted to be over the top I think Betty Boop was like her inspiration one, insp inspiration she was inspired by Betty Boop 
Don't judge people. <laughs> she has a really good song. Jesus is taking me higher and higher. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is taking me. Oh, you're singing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know okay. what? Okay. Look, she's still spreading the word. <laughs> Go oh, her. Oh God. Seriously. I know. That's like it's so awesome that she made such a splash because totally. You can't do something that big with that big of an intention without some kind of feedback let's call it feedback Feedback. yeah right she probably wasn't willing to listen to the feedback as she was going because Mm -hmm. and i don't think like she's she passed away in 2001 maybe maybe before that that. yeah i think she was like 65 Mm -hmm. no maybe like 1995 she passed away a long time ago Mm -hmm. um i i don't think that if she looking back on her could look back on her life she would change anything you know and I don't want to give all the movie away, but mm-hmm. obviously it was like she was then smeared with the term scandal, fraud, like mm-hmm. all of these things. Um, when again, like her intention was really good. Yeah. You know, and and I'm sure people will say like intention isn't all that matters because like people still get hurt with people who have pure intentions. Yes, that is true. Yes, that's the case for sure. But as a human being we're not going to do everything right by everyone. So the energy of, you know, having blind spots and like the energy of, um, you know, you can have good intentions, but if you don't see this other aspect, you're still wrong. Like, okay, fair. Let's not let that stifle people's human creations Mm -hmm. or expression because then we'd be living in my opinion we'd probably be living in a very boring existence right where like everyone's just afraid to not do that which is perceived to be right by the majority Mm -hmm. it just seems like that would be quite boring yeah even though I don't think that I'm like breaking any laws I do I do come up against that whenever I'm putting things on a podcast Mm -hmm. right for sure. And displaying it, you know. And I guess I'm just trying to, like, self-soothe myself. Mm-hmm. That, like, I'm not going to make everyone happy. Yeah. In the way that I talk and the creations that I put out there. I'm not going to be accepted by everyone. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not going to be happy with me. And I have to create anyway. And I, I guess I hope that other people do as well. And maybe can right. be more compassionate and considerate for those people who are creating. And putting themselves out there. Because it takes vulnerability yeah. to create something. Right. And courage, mm-hmm. especially today. So, but you can't, you can't mitigate the feedback. Right. It's impossible. Yeah. Especially but when if we have more compassion, mm-hmm. then we can have discussions. Yeah. And we can we can be open to other perspectives. Mm-hmm. It's like when the knives come out, that's when no one wants to really discuss and change their mind or like be awakened. Mm-hmm. They want to close and fight back. Right. So I think the energy just has to be different when we're trying to expand someone's perspective. Mm-hmm. We have to do so with love. You know, all yeah. the polarizing topics that are hot right now. If we would if we could take our egos out of the equation and out of the conversations Mm -hmm. and just discuss, we'd probably like get other people to see our sides and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Well, there's benefit to people being polarized because if you're emotionally triggered by something, you're very susceptible to being controlled. So if you're polarized either way, Mm -hmm you've lost control of yourself 
in you've some given ways, away your sovereignty because sure. you're dedicated so much to a cause or a belief system that that it you it does develop blind spots for you right. and so that's kind of a hard spot to be in because then you can't hear and you can't see and you can't learn and you can't grow and you can't right. expand mm-hmm. so even though i would say yes it's amazing to have a very strong belief system i mean look at tammy Faye; she had such a strong belief system in what she was doing but that actually served her in some ways because it it helped her drown out some of the noise even though you know it kept her focused in what she wanted to do for sure right because she yeah. knew her heart was in the right, right place but to have such uh, great faith and belief in something that she's doing helps you actually manifest something and bring it into physical fruition which is a hard hard thing for people right now I feel like they're having a hard time creating something physical and seeing the physical results or seeing the monetary uh, feedback of, oh, okay, I got paid for this. Or there's a lot of energy out there that's being spewed everywhere, but without the right or proper well, nourishment it, or intention it's interesting or focus. That, it's interesting that you look at it that way because mm-hmm. the day after we saw the movie, I was talking to a lot of people in the store about the movie mm-hmm. and I was saying, you know, that I think it can be difficult for people who are driven by the feminine mm-hmm. to land on a focused, linear, right answer or yeah. direction mm-hmm. because people with a feminine perspective sometimes have a tendency to see the whole picture. Yeah. Like that's a good point. Women and people who are like feminine oriented are just I don't know, our physiology or our our energetics seem to hold space for more options mm-hmm. than the masculine perspective, which is like very linear in direction. Yeah. So it's easier to like be like this in this third dimensional world because like tunnel vision it's direct yeah. mm-hmm. like it's it's the way that the world works like in mm-hmm. almost like 2d you know yeah. it's almost like two-dimensional right um where like you start here you finish here it's very mm-hmm. directional and this is how you get there the female feminine perspective to me is like round Mm-hmm. So it's like encompassing that direction with... It's the whole coin. It's yeah. not one side of it. Well, okay. If I was if I was using the analogy of a coin, I would say that like the, the masculine perspective would be the edge of the coin. Mm-hmm. And the feminine perspective would be like if you flicked it and it was spinning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? More of a sphere. A spherical viewpoint. Exactly. Rather than, exactly. Okay, than a tunnel vision right. viewpoint. And that's right. why I feel... Like, a lot of females, especially, like, their experience in corporate America, they can be perceived as not being as intelligent. Yeah. Because I think that we have a a greater understanding of data, of analytics, of what's happening, what's taking place. We have a more spherical understanding, which means that it's hard to find words to condense that into a linear A plus B equals C. Right, right. And so it seems like we're not as intelligent. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I was saying that to someone today that we can judge something that's operating differently from us as being less than us. Like, I was talking about insects, for instance. Like, yeah. Or you know people having different experiences or processing things differently you could think like oh i would hate that or i wouldn't do it that way or that they must be dumb or that insect's life is insignificant but who are we to dictate that judge that say that Mm -hmm. and say this insect doesn't bring anything to the table what are they doing yeah they're just you know operating all day yeah what's the point yeah like we're we're so different and we operate and put value on things that operate very similar to the way that we do because it's familiar and it's safe and we understand it. Mm-hmm. If we don't understand it, we also fear it and then can judge it very easily if we don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Just like people, you can judge a person very easily if you don't know them. And then once you know them, you're like, oh, I, I totally get the way that she thinks now or whatever. But I think that's an interesting way of you saying it when it comes to business in the workplace yeah for utilizing feminine energy and and that approach is very different it is yeah it it's it definitely considers our intuition and it considers our understanding of things beyond what can be analyzed with data mm-hmm. or made clear or proven by data or science yeah that's true. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, there, there's no algorithm for Tammy Faye's processes. <laughs> no. None at all. Or just, like, even if you're trying to understand what, and we talked about this a lot, like, what mm-hmm. to eat, what to consume, things like that. Yeah. You can look at all the freaking data in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not going to give you a play-by-play as to what you need to consume for your greatest expression of health and it's because when you actually tune in and like beyond seeing it as feminine or masculine if you're if you are dropped into the place where anything like infinite potential like um universal energy like whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. when you're grounded and tuned into that perspective you recognize that Anything can do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And things are There's just There's no like one answer. Pl- well, I mean, that going off of my doctoral dissertation about sound, it really is your intention that gets infused into whatever you do and everything winds up being a placeholder. So like if you're like, I really need vitamin C right now. Part of that is your belief system in vitamin C and your intention for I want to boost my immune system with this. And so, so we're just it creating creates a bunch resonance. Of placebos. Well, in some ways, but it, but, but if you per, if you perceive if you're like okay, I need vitamin C. If you're like tuned in, you're like oh, I need vitamin C. And then you're like oh, mm-hmm. wait, I think I heard blackberries have vitamin C. And then you eat blackberries. Mm-hmm. Then the blackberries are doing, like you just came up with a, a words mm-hmm. and a progression for your brain to accept that the blackberries were going to boost your immune system get you the result that you're looking for but likely and the truth is that you could have used any you could have used any food any supplement Mm -hmm. yeah and you could have perceived 
any nutrient or any vitamin right to achieve that result right really you just like brought your brain in resonance with your body to like create an outcome that you were looking for yeah well and can i have some of your juice (laughs) yeah dr carter's thyroid juice thank you sold at raw republic plug (laughs) (laughs) hashtag not sponsored (laughs) oh but go reductionistically speaking Mm, that's good i know it's so good wow uh, reductionistically speaking, like we could say, okay, you can take vitamin C in a packet. That could be, you know, a masculine way of doing it. Or you can have an orange, which has the correct amount of water content, fat content, uh, the other minerals and vitamins yeah. that you need to absorb the vitamin C. It's a more holistic, spherical, literally physically and just conceptually. Or spherical someone approach. could literally say... Or someone could believe that breathing boosts mm-hmm. their immune system and they can just well, decide does. that they're going to breathe for 10 minutes and that's going to boost their immune system. And it does and boost it does. the immune system. And it does. It calms the nervous system. Bo- it, it does. pushes lymphatic flow through yeah. white blood cells. So, we, yeah. so, like, what I'm saying is, like, that reductionist is redu- right. reductionistic perspective is that we can condense anything into truth. Yeah. By way of data. Because basically mm-hmm. everything is truth. Yeah, it's just what you're in resonance with. Yeah, but people are very uncomfortable with that, right? But because when you're follow look- the data, <laughs> <laughs> but when you're looking at things being reflected to you, everything in physical reality is reflected. Your experience of what you're looking at right now is an internal creation. It's not. It's not solid. It's not. Uh, well, physically, it's not even solid. It's. It's all just atoms bursting with a flux of energy in and out of reality and just because you're looking at it you're co-creating the existence of that thing in front of you metaphysically speaking but you're right it's you're creating the entire experience so if you're in pain or you're looking at things and this is where again polarization and i want to clarify that you can be controlled when you're polarized because the emotions kind of hijack that part of the brainstem and it's difficult to make logical decisions when you're operating out of the emotional uh, aspects of the brain but for survival purposes but if you're polarized it brings up uh, being able to be controlled because you're dedicating so much time and energy to a belief system it clouds everything you're doing during your day instead of being centered and neutral and it doesn't mean you won't get triggered i mean there's so much out there that will trigger you but everything if you keep in mind that it's a reflection of your belief system what's going on what's in resonance with you and that everyone else has the sovereign right to experience life in the same exact way but their experience could be completely polar opposite of yours Mm -hmm. We're allowed to exist in a bipolar system. That's why we're here on Earth is to experience differences. We're not all supposed to be the same, but we think we are because tribally speaking, if you're going against the tribe, you you can get kicked out of the tribe and that lowers your chances of survival. Yeah. So there is a very real physiological effect going on in the brain. Yeah. But even if you know logically like, okay, no, they can believe something differently from me. 
but your body's freaking out like oh my god they they think that or they believe that i don't think that what does that mean about us or yeah you know what i all, and people all are just like trying to find their tribe like and then they're right. just trying to collect together to like hate on the other side because they right. feel that that's the safest route but i think that you know and i think how do i say this um but you can have different tribes and coexist. Totally. Right. totally. Yeah. You well, don't have to have convince. To. Right. You don't have to convince another tribe that your tribe we is right or wrong. We also just have to, you know, we have to know what our physiology creates in terms mm-hmm. of those responses and use our consciousness to act differently within that. Yeah. You know, like, just because we you know when we're stressed out at work we're having a fight or flight fight or flight response doesn't mean that that's like a positive contribution to our existence so knowing that Mm -hmm. and choosing differently choosing to reassess choosing to like ground choosing to do something like supportive I think we can use those same tools when addressing all this polarity in the world so that we can be sovereign and not reactive of our physiological responses yeah or vulnerable to what's going out what's going on outside of us that you might not have control over yeah but if you can have control over your response or the Mm -hmm. way that Mm -hmm. that you're affected by it and move through it and ground and center yourself in a way Mm -hmm. of having fun too as a big Thing, being present in the moment it's yeah. going to bring up the things that, that really matter instead of things that are a program if you will right um yeah this this lady that i was talking to earlier too about podcasting you know saying mm-hmm. i don't want people to perceive what i'm saying as me trying to change their mind exactly me neither right. <laughs> like i just you know and i want to make that s- crystal clear because that's not my intention Mm -hmm. it's just my intention to just express and like to kind of go Mm -hmm. through this mental process myself because I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting to look at my own life and to see you know patterns of my own that have shifted over time or that maybe I'm coming up against in present time right to sort of chronicle how conscious work or um see or changing perspectives or utilizing tools or mm-hmm. right. you know can shift the experience of my life right that's interesting to me and so I enjoy sharing that but in no way am I trying to like convince create a tribe no <laughs> right or, or like a cult yeah. right no. or um yeah or even just simply convince because yeah. my whole message is behind people taking that same responsibility for their life, mm-hmm. looking at their own patterns, looking at their own things that are blocks in what they're trying to do or achieve or experience mm-hmm. so that they can do their own research and go through their own processes to create what they're trying to create. Which is going to be unique for them. It's going to look very unique to them. To every single person will be right. unique. Right. And there is no, there is no scientific equation to that. Right. Exactly. So... For me, I like listening in on people's conversations or a podcast, if you will, or um, just sitting at dinner with somebody and being exposed to their belief system or something they're going through that they're sharing with me. 
in the process of me listening, sometimes things will be, will come up for me that will reflect in my own life of like, oh, wow, that's a very interesting frequency that she's sharing with me right now of her own experience. And it brings up something inside of me about myself that I can then utilize out in the world that's very unique to me and very different from what she's saying. But yet what she's saying is totally resonating with me, but I'm not applying exactly A plus B equals C of what she's just saying to me. Right, right. It's, it's sparking something in me. It's, yeah. I'm getting inspired, mm-hmm. but in my own way, I'm going to create what that looks like for me. Yeah. It's a similar frequency, but physically it looks very different out in the world. And that's why I think it's beneficial to listen to people's conversations because even though you're just sharing an offering, it can spark something inside of me to therefore then go create something that's unique, but I'm not going to create exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Cause you still want people to be sovereign in their own creativity, their own energy, but you sharing your personal experiences or your thoughts about things yeah. can kickstart or catapult somebody right. forward right. or, or trigger them. And yeah. that, that's a real part of totally. it, but you can't mitigate that. You can't be Your responsible can't, for right, it either. Right. 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 And I just, you know, I, I just wish that people, it was like a prerequisite yeah. before you come into raw Republic or before you come into, but I think it should be a prerequisite for everything. Everything that you listen to, mm-hmm. everything that you hear, everything that you tune into, yeah. you're making that choice to listen, apply. You're making all of these choices are yours. Right. So take responsibility for your application of this information. Take responsibility for the information that you seek mm-hmm. and make the best decisions for you. Exactly. You know, if things don't work out, you need to take responsibility for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just think that's a really important part of the message. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's what a lot of individuals are going through right now. Like people that I'm coaching right now or having sessions with, they're struggling with what really resonates with them and what choices to make. Like, am I going to make the wrong choice? I'm like, well, just take a step. You'll find out if it resonates with you or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to hold somebody's hand during that process. It, it's a wonderful process to go through, but you have to do the work to discover what it is that works for you. And you what have it, to, yeah. And, and like, and that's a messy process. And that's what people are trying to avoid. Well, if you're trying to expand, you're going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that oftentimes looks like making decisions that quote unquote aren't right. I don't believe that any decision is is not right as long yeah. as you take responsibility and ownership of that decision mm-hmm. because it's a it's a guidance system yeah you know like you get feedback you learn you like nothing is right wrong mm-hmm. like you know in my experience and i'm talking about right. i mean i'm you're right right you're talking generalities you're not talking about extremes exactly yeah, right. yes you know yeah that's mm-hmm. what i mean yeah by that but mm-hmm. something came to mind when you were talking about, you know, people wanting to know what types of decisions to make. Um, I think it is because we're in this place that I was just sort of describing where people feel like if they make a bad decision, it makes them a bad person or, mm-hmm. or like, you know, we have, to, we have to be more accepting of ourselves and our humanness so that we can mm-hmm. move into this next phase yeah. of life where there's 
beauty and creationism and mm-hmm. you know messiness and all those things right you know well and it, i think a lot of shame comes in when someone feels shame towards themselves or what they're doing that makes them want to lie or hide or be dishonest because that's their own shame that's their own judgment about what like shame like Brene Brown (laughs) says that shame is I am bad where guilt is I did something bad and shame is worse shame is way worse in terms of frequency right 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 because that's that's almost like a spiritual crisis you go through. Like you're rejecting yourself yeah. and that's the house you live in 24 seven. Right. And that's a very difficult frequency to put on the body. Physiologically speaking too, it, it's a cascade effect of adrenaline, cortisol, all kinds of things. So, and that's directly correlated with depression and anxiety, but guilt. Oh, I did something bad is like, you have more resiliency. You can get over that better. Cause you're like, well, I'll just do better instead of like, I have to be somebody else mm. who would be right. better than I am. Right. That's a very difficult thing to go through. Yeah. But if you can have more compassion for yourself yeah. moving forward, then that spills over into you having compassion for other people. Yeah. That's as well. a lot about forgiveness. Yeah. And a lot about, um, compassion mm-hmm. and I think that if you're in the place to do that for yourself you're in a much better place to do that for other people exactly right so cool I know you got to go to yoga but it's been fun mm-hmm. being here in Austin with you Austin's and so you opening this juice bar trailer which is gorgeous here's my foot <laughs> your four foot <laughs> your what is it? How long is it? Five inches? <laughs> How long is it, Sheen? Is it six? <laughs> <laughs> is your foot six inches? Why do you have mental problems? <laughs> I do. I do. Only with you. This is a small hand and a small foot. <laughs> it's I guess we said small. everything that we needed to say about Tammy. Yeah. She's She's incredible. great. She's great. Go see the movie. Yeah. Jessica that Chastain is really cool. A lot of, like, male-female dynamics for me. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, of course, she's the brains behind all of it. But yet she has to take the fall publicly. Oh, wait, I didn't view it that way at all. That's so interesting. No. Well, because I'm in a relationship with someone who I'm in business with. Right. My perspective of that was there was someone behind the scenes who Mm -hmm. was making all of this happen to the level of extravagance that she wanted. Mm -hmm. And really, like, to me, he was taking Mm -hmm. all. He's the one that had to go to jail. He's the one who took all the risk. Like, he's the one who had to, like build this grandiose experience of every single thing that she wanted he went to go he she wanted to build houses for people in need he mm-hmm. got it done he, she wanted a theme park he got it done like right. and he was very much a part of this like we're spreading the word of god and so right like it's but still he, in alignment too for me he couldn't close the deals unless she was there sure so well, if, she was a major part of it right so i thought that was fascinating to me to see both approaches yeah you need both you need the vision and you need the expansion and the creation and then you need the very focal point of like this is my focus here's what we're going to do i'm going to set up the means right um so it's a a, yeah i had a lot Mm -hmm. of compassion for him because i was thinking about him in relation to evan my partner Mm -hmm. and i was thinking you know there have been so many times where i've painted this grandiose vision yeah but i've been too afraid to like complete the process of fundraising for it for Mm -hmm. example and evan's just like 
why wouldn't we do this? Right. Like, why aren't we going full force 100 miles an hour? Right. And it's like, I think I, I just perceived in that movie that, like, mm-hmm. that man was doing that, you know, mm-hmm. for her, through her, seeing her, her grand expression mm-hmm. in the world and and making it happen to the best of his ability. Right. You know? Well, that's While also fully believing that doing right mm-hmm. would support them. And, yeah. and I believed when he said, like, our board said that this is how much money we should take. Mm-hmm. Because Evan and I are young entrepreneurs, too. If we, yeah. had a, if we had a seasoned board that was saying, hey, you guys are bringing in this amount of money, you get this, we would believe that. Right. You know? That's true. Um, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, like, we're really all just learning through experience and unfortunately sometimes like mm-hmm. doesn't work out well like they're in their experience right yeah I feel like we gave away the whole movie it's <laughs> <This is> so <laughs> sad please still go see it yeah actually there are very good por- parts during it that you won't want to miss yeah but, like um, music videos from the 80s right recreated yeah like whoa yeah <laughs> so good and um well yeah I just wanted to say it's been fun being here in Austin <laughs> Texas we heard you <laughs> You okay. said that already. Yeah, but I'm I'm closing out the podcast. God, here she goes. <laughs> here, here, you know, I was here. Pull- she goes trying to put a period at the end of the sentence. No one needs the period. Okay, Miss. No, they you, do. You they don't, do. You they do. I just don't like it. Any. Okay. I'm a manifester, human design wise, mm-hmm. and that like particularly says like does not finish things. So that's why I'm usually okay. just like drop the mic out. Right. You don't use grammar through text. That's true. I do. I don't finish thoughts. No, you don't at all. You don't <laughs> communicate period. I'm getting so, better. Yeah, you are getting better. I'm Hashtag growth. Well. <laughs> well, I got pulled over by a cop on the way here. So there's that. Oh yeah, they did. On the way to Texas, I know by the me. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I left a comment card <laughs> email and was like, he was very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Who does that? I did. Okay. Literally, they're like comments or, or wait, have a compliment? Email. Well, I was like, well, yes, I do. Let me email this officer. I don't know why. It just like started taking over, you know. Anyway. Shout out to that cop. (laughs) Shout out to the cop. In in Beaumont, Texas, who will never hear this. (laughs) We'll find out his name. We'll send yeah. him another note. No, I know. I know our listeners. I know his name, but I don't want him to get spam mail or anything. Okay. So anyway. Spam mail. Very cute cop. Doing the nice. Okay. Good job. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Goodbye. <laughs> Period. A quick bonus. Come see us at Sheena's new Raw Republic location in Austin, Texas at 724 North Lamar. And I will be offering a five for five intensive for five people who want to really take their health and life to the next level. It's five weeks with me with one-on-one phone calls each week and unlimited text and email support with online videos and other tools and content to support your changes. That all starts October 5th and the discount expires September 25th. And I'm also doing an online series of videos and other content for $42 for the first part that drops on October 1st. You can get all of this info and more on AmberlyCarter.com. Okay, goodbye.